0: to Surviving the Breakup, your podcast on breakups, love, healing, relationships, becoming the best version of yourself, and so much more. I'm your host, Rachel Baker from Rachel Lou Coaching, and I hope you enjoy this. Hello, and welcome back to Surviving the Breakup. So I mentioned in the last podcast that I was going to talk a bit about emotional healing today and talk about why it's important that we heal our emotions and really release them. And it really comes down to really a few different things, but one main reason, if we don't learn how to release our emotions and allow them to function as adults, we will forever keep them trapped in our minds and our bodies until we eventually erupt. My beautiful um, business coach, she told me about how if we don't let the emotions out, what is what it's like. It's like holding a beach ball under the ocean. You know, you're pushing it down under the water and you can hold it, but eventually it's going to erupt and it's going to smack you in the face. And that's what happens with our emotions. If we don't deal with them properly, they end up erupting. That's why so many times if you are anything like me, you can... Um, be in a conversation or, and all of a sudden you just feel this anger just slowly rising and all of a sudden out of your mouth comes words you don't even know or recognize. You're just full-blown going for it. That is very much of a telltale sign that you're not dealing with your emotions. And I know this personally because I had to learn to deal with my emotions as well. But another reason why not only will we erupt like that but lower level emotions like anger, anxiety, sadness, fear, stress, what they do is they cause us to vibrate at really constricted levels, which doesn't allow for love and adventure and creativity and abundance because we're constantly contracting everything. And what will happen is it will continue to attract the same situations over and over and over again. So the question is... How do we heal through these emotions? How do we let them go? How do we develop new ways of thinking? How do we let them out? How do we not let them contract it in our bodies? Because the thing is, right, when you have undealt with emotions in your body, it actually affects you. It affects you physically. I know for myself, I had a lot of anger trapped in my body, and because of that, I was always tired. I was always sick. I was always fine. My body was always aching i couldn't do the things that i wanted to do i was running out of energy 24 7. i had random phantom illnesses that popped up like a a chronic bowel syndrome and yet there was nothing wrong with me but it was all the emotions trapped in my body that i just didn't deal with and so this is really what happens when we don't deal with our emotions but how do we how do we heal with them how do we allow them out and this is so important when it comes to our healing because oftentimes when we are in um, a relationship, you know, we go through these different things and squash our emotions down and we do different stuff. But then there comes a point when we've broken up and now we're dealing with all this grief and all this hurt and the natural thing to do is push it down and keep moving. You know, you get those memes out there that tell you there is nothing more amazing, there's nothing more stronger than a woman who looks like she's fine on the outside but on the inside she's crumbling. That's actually not healthy to pretend to be something that you're not and to squash the emotions down. Does that mean that we cry in front of everybody? No, but it means that we deal with it. So how do we deal with it? First off, the first thing we can do is allow ourselves to feel the emotion. For example, right? Anger is a phenomenal emotion. It's actually one of my favorites. It was something that I suppressed for a very, very, very long time, but it is so good because anger tells us When our boundaries are being violated when we've been treated wrongly and when we deserve better but on top of that anger is what propels us forward in life it's the thing that runs over and snatches the hand of a child away from a burning hot plate or pulls the hand away from a child putting its finger in the socket that's the anger it runs there to protect it stops it propels it pushes it's incredible but so many times We don't feel that anger. We don't use it because, you know, chances are when we are growing up, it wasn't safe for us to use it. So we defaulted to another emotion like sadness, but we haven't really used anger and allowed ourselves, or more likely given ourselves the permission to feel the anger and to be able to feel all of it. To be able to look at the situation and be like, I'm fucking pissed off. I can't believe they've done that. That's actually okay. It's totally okay to use these emo- to use anger as an emotion, right? It's okay to feel it. And so oftentimes we don't feel it. So an exercise that I really love doing, especially if you're someone who doesn't feel anger very often and we result straight away to sadness, is going somewhere quiet and allowing yourself to really feel that anger. Punch the living shit out of that pillow and say all the stuff that you've really wanted to say. And you'll find that that anger actually slowly dissipates And you don't feel so angry anymore. It's like when you're happy. You feel really, really, really happy, but you don't stay really, really, really happy forever because that would be exhausting. Emotions come in and out of us and they come in and they go out of us. And there's so much impacted and informed by our thoughts. So that's one way, you know, feel it. The other thing is we want to allow ourselves to actually see why we're feeling this emotion because emotions are so good. They tell us... They're like little warning flags that tell us that something's going on. When we're happy, they're a flag that says, things are going great for us. You know, I've just got that promotion. I've just met a new guy. My kid has just won his first race. There are emotions that they tell us what's going on. But on the flip side, you know, like happiness tells us, oh, things are going really amazing. Sadness and anxiety and all of those lower constricted emotions They can give us real insight to what is going on as well. So you can ask yourself, like, do you feel sad? Ask yourself, why do you feel sad? And then begin the process of discovering what it is you're telling yourself in that moment to make yourself feel sad. And it can be like, why do you feel sad? I feel sad because, well, I haven't got that job that I've been really looking for. And why do you feel sad? Because I feel like I'm just not enough in that moment. And what it does is when you can see our emotions and use them as indicators of what is going on and what is really telling us, it helps us know what's driving us and it can help us understand why we feel sad and will help us change the outcome or relook at what we want. It is so amazing in teaching us what is going on and how we are also. Telling ourselves these stories, you know, I think of the other day I woke up feeling really really sad and I couldn't figure out why and when I sat down and started working it through I realized it was because I thought I wasn't enough. I wasn't enough to be able to do my job I thought I needed to be something more but it was just a lie that I was telling myself and that's what was making me sad The other the third step in with your emotional healing is to ask for help having someone in your corner to help you guide you through this whole process is so wonderful and it could really help change your life i know personally i've hired someone to help me go through this and the incredible clearing that went through was just phenomenal and it changed my life it changed the view of my life And it is so helpful to be able to help people do that. And that is very much of what I do for my clients. I help them clear these emotions so that they can start living their incredible life that they were meant to live. So emotions are really incredible indicators of what is going on inside, but they can also play a part in our vibrations. If we're vibrating at a low and constricted level, we will not be able to attract the abundance in love and life that we so desperately long for. Also, we will continue to attract the same type of man into our lives that hurt us in the first place. And so we will continually keep vibrating at these low levels and keep attracting all of that shit into our lives. But when we can heal it, and we can understand where they're coming from, and we can release them, we can move into these higher levels of vibrations and experience happiness and joy and abundance and creativity and live the life that we've so desperately longing for. And so that's all of the type of stuff that can happen if we choose to heal our emotions. So learning to manage and understanding our emotions and the thinking behind them is so important if you want to create change. And I trust this is really helpful for you. And it is something that you can, you know, start to think through even right now. How am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? And begin this process of becoming the best version of yourself that you just bloody well deserve. Breakups are tough. And so often we don't know what to do. Knowing how to navigate the unknown waters of a loss of love is terrifying, but that's where I come in. As a qualified relationship coach, my goal is to help you heal, survive, and thrive in your life. Nothing brings me more joy than seeing you come alive. For more information on how you can heal, survive, and thrive, or any other questions on life coaching and relationship coaching, visit my website, rachellew.com. Thank you.